You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. The Jazz got off to a great start and had a 15-point lead midway through the second, but it wasn't enough to hold off the league-leading Rockets, who ultimately get the victory 96-85 to for their 13th straight win. This is Derek Favors. Here's your Jazz Game Rewind. Hey there, Jazz fans. I'm Andrew Sorensen, and welcome to your Jazz Game Rewind. Although the Rockets do have the best record in the league, the Jazz did have a slight advantage to the fact that the Rockets were coming in for a second night of a back-to-back. Long rebound, tapped out. Rubio's got it. Rubio comes on a long dribble to the front court. Stops, swings it out to Ingles, sets his feet, ball fakes black, drives, lobs to Gobert, and he'll take the free sample at the rim. The game stayed relatively close until midway through the second when the Jazz made a run and pushed the lead to 15 points. The Rockets then went on a run to bring it to within five at halftime. They would then start the second half on a 20-13 run, and from there, the Rockets never really looked back. Now the Jazz defense did do some good things this game. They held James Harden and Chris Paul below their season averages for points. You ask, well then how did they win? Luke Baamute, who is not known really for his offense, he's much more of a defensive player, and that's what his specialty is. Baamute went 7-for-7 from the field, 2-for-2 from the three-point line, and at one point had 15 straight points for the Rockets to close out this game. Another positive note for the Jazz, the Rockets scored 96 points tonight. This entire season, the Rockets have been held to below 100 points only three other times the entire season. So although a loss is a loss, the Jazz can definitely look at that as something positive to take away from tonight. Now let's go back to that 15-point run the Jazz went on in the second quarter. Let's hear exactly how they were able to get the upper hand on the powerhouse offensive team that is the Rockets. Let's throw it down to David Locke and his partner Ron Boone to hear exactly how that sounded. Ingles bounces to Gobert outside the three-point line straight away. Alec Burks comes to it. They can't get the handoff, so Mitchell's the second guy through. Donovan puts it on the deck, chests it to Ingles. Ingles drives the baseline, cut off this time by Black. Back to Mitchell, five on the clock. Drives on Harden, stops, pulls back for a jumper, hits. Take that and wind it back. 38-27, Jazz by 11. Rockets have trailed very rarely by 10 this year. In fact, only 5% of the minutes, and they've trailed for much of this quarter. Tucker at the top, driving on O'Neal, gets in the lane, puts up a high right-hander, no good. Long rebound to A.B., he's got Mitchell out in front, lobs a terrible pass to nobody out of bounds. Holy smokes. Well, I don't know if he thought Mitchell was it had an advantage to go to the... And Gerald Green touched it, and the officials missed it. That's three, that's three calls tonight they've missed. Donovan Mitchell's two for six. P.J. Tucker's 0 for three, and so are the officials. 38-27. Harden works to the right side, bounces it back to Tucker. He had a foot on the line for a long three. It bounces out, no good. Long two, excuse me. 38-27, Utah by 11, under six to play. 
Royce O'Neal driving into the body of Black. Gets his shot blocked out of bounds. Jazz ball. Yeah, two for 14 from the three-point line there for the Houston Rockets And they've so hit just 33% of their shots overall. The Jazz need to take advantage of that right now. 14 on the shot clock. Jazz leading this by 11. Rockets shorthanded and played last night. Mitchell comes to the top, guarded by the long arm to Reason. Switch out by Tucker. Now Mitchell awkwardly tries to spin. Tucker falls down. Donovan doesn't realize it. Donovan swings to Ingles. Catch and shoot three with the shot clock winding down. Goes deep in the cup, comes out. Favors grabs the rebound. Attacks with the left hand and finishes. 13-point advantage for Utah. Favors with a little bit of I'm bigger and stronger than you. Harden comes to the front court. O'Neal guarding him. They're trying to force him to the right side. He does. Flares it. Off. Pass back to Tucker. Resets Harden. Harden comes back to the left hand. Crosses over to the rack. Underhand scoop and a score. Nifty play by Harden. And Nick Butcher to stop the action again because Harden bumped into Favors as he was inbounding. Well, what is that? Actually, that was... Gitamanis Petrialis, the other official, just so I'm not only blaming one guy for brutal calls tonight. 40 to 29. Pop out left side for Ingles. Swings it back to Mitchell. Poor pass wide to the left. He has to run it down. Now there's only eight on the shot clock. Back to Ingles. Gets a pick from Gobert. Goes to the basket. Squirrels it into Rudy who catches and dunks. Jazz are feasting at the rim. Royce O'Neal trying to sneak behind Harden to steal it in the and the inbound pass picks him up at 94 feet and then comes, gets hit by a moving pick. No call, gets hit by, oh, that's a flagrant foul. That's a flagrant foul by P.J. Tucker. Oh, he raises up with the left shoulder and goes to try to get Royce O'Neal high. And they don't review it, 42-29. Here's Mitchell, splits the defense, rises, packs it, take that, and wind it back. 15-point lead. Now your player of the game goes to Rudy Gobert, who had a great offensive night, 17 points, and was 7 for 8 from the field. Your stat of the night goes to the fact that the Jazz held the Rockets to under 100 points for just the fourth time this entire season. Now don't forget, you can always listen to David Locke and Ron Boone's postcast as they break down the game that they just called, as well as read David's game notes, Empty in the Noggin, where he will bullet point all of the facts that he thought of and saw during the game. Both can be found at LockedOnJazz.net. Now the Jazz have a few days off before their next game. The next time you can see them play is this Friday night here at Vivid Smart Home Arena as they take on the Minnesota Timberwolves. As always, you can get your tickets at utahjazz.com. Now that's going to do it for this edition of your Jazz Game Rewind. Don't forget to grab those tickets and see you on Friday. Thank you for listening. I'm Andrew Sorensen, and I'll see you next time.